Welcome to the AI Generated Podcast. I'm your human host, Izzy. I'm a computer science and audio engineering student. And I'm your other human host, Kelsey, who has now remembered to press record. What do you do for a living, Kelsey? I'm a fashion design professor. And she's also a nature photographer who goes to those red carpet events in Hollywood, but just shoots them at a distance in camo with like the long lens, like they're wildlife. <laughs> That's her other, her side gig. This is, I didn't know it, my dream job. <laughs> I, <laughs> I wouldn't want to be up there with those crowds of paparazzi, that's for sure. I, that was just coming off my head, but you know what that reminds me of? Have you seen the Instagram account, in- Influencers in the Wild? <laughs> I don't think so. It's so I good. imagine, is it just video of them being dumb in public, it's taking vi- their reels and stuff? Yes, it's videos <laughs> of people taking videos of influencers in public. So like, <laughs> and, and like what? in context, you know what I mean? So like, what's the context of these videos where you're like, you know, twerking on the beach or whatever, and there's like families all around or something? <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually watching, I've been watching the, this live stream of these two British guys who live in Japan. They're like YouTubers who live in Japan and they're riding across Hokkaido right now. They're riding like south across the whole length of Hokkaido. And I, you get to see watching the live stream, like all of the behind the scenes stuff from like actually making the YouTube video that's going to come out about the ride. It's been really interesting um, and embarrassing. Like, yeah, like I, I get so, I've tried to be a vlogger. It's so, it's so cringy. I hate it. You have to embrace the cringe, <laughs> Kelsey. Ooh. <laughs> I, tr- I've tried. It's, it's hard. You have to be in the right mood, like a very confident mood. We're being held against our will by a multinational corporation who won't let us go until we've taught their AI American popular culture. On today's episode, in hopes of freeing ourselves, we have given the AI all of the Marvel scripts, and we're going to generate some new scenes from Marvel movies. Play that song. The AI Generated Podcast has been synchronously composed by a number of intelligent computer programs designed to mimic the tone of a data set of texts. This internet radio show seeks to harness this technology for meaningless tasks. We have a very special guest on the show today. Tommy, Tommy. would you like to introduce yourself? Hello. Uh, Yes, my name is Tommy. I currently work in marketing at a media company, but I like to think of myself as more of a writer and a creator. I like Marvel quite a bit. I've been very much into the movie, so I was very excited when Kelsey asked me to hop on this. Tommy is our resident Marvel expert because... This is actually, okay, this is actually our second. Should we confess? Yeah, we have have a, Kelsey and I have a confession to make. This is the second take of this episode. So we, we, we did all the prep, generated all the prompts, sat down, we're all, got ourselves all warmed up and then realized we knew nothing about Marvel. And we, we were, we were like an hour deep into this episode and it was so unfunny. I've never not laughed in my life at like at this show. So we were like, it was horrible. We just scrapped it. So now we're back with an expert who's going to help explain what the heck these prompts mean. <laughs> and is it just the MCU? Yes, I think so. Izzy did the Izzy did the data collection today. So okay. I did, yeah, I did the training. So I was able to find to scrape like eight movies. 
So not all, how many are there now? Like close to 30 something? There are, I 20? believe, clo- pretty close to 30. Yeah, there were 23 in the Infinity Saga. And there, I think there have been like five or six since then on top of yeah, all yeah. the TV shows they've done. Right. Wow. It's a lot of content. That's a lot of money. It's it's each, a lot. And each one of those, each one of those is like, like you know, two hundred million dollar film or something. That's bananas. They get up there. I mean, if you look at the top ten, I don't have a list in front of me, but I'm assuming that a lot of them take up the top ten uh, highest grossing movies. Highest ever. grossing. It's, yeah, it's nuts. But Kelsey and I were never hardcore fans. I think we watched them in passing. Well, you really liked Iron Man, right? I loved Iron Man when it came out. I was absolutely obsessed with it. I had it on DVD and like like every weekend for like several months, I would have like different friend groups over to watch Iron Man. I, people, young kids today, they don't understand. They don't the get impact it. They don't know. <laughs> they don't know. <laughs> when, when Iron Man came out, like we had never seen anything like it. It was an incredible pivot from what superhero movies had been before that, which was like Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, which I also love, but that was really like the but closest they're different. we'd gotten. They're very different. Yeah. 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 The like those were really the money start. Put into yeah. The, the 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 Raimi films, Tobey Maguire, that was really the start of like taking superhero movies seriously. Before that, mm-hmm. the only other ones that really existed were some of the Keaton Batman films, but you know, even those had yeah. such a level of silliness to them. And I didn't even really get that hooked into Campy. Marvel until the Avengers movie. I think when I saw that, I still hadn't seen the Captain America or the Thor movie. I had seen Iron Man, uh, which was awesome. Yeah. I think a lot of people went to see Iron Man. And I remember seeing Avengers and being completely blown away. And I was pretty much hooked from there. I was like, okay, I've got to see these other movies. I've got to give myself more of the context. And I started seeing each one as they were coming out, just like the day of. Uh, and, I, and I'm and i still seeing them pretty much as they come out. Though I will say I'm a little less invested these days. Um, I think the the hype that has kind of died down after Endgame, I think everybody is feeling that. But I've mostly been catching up still or staying caught up still. Um, and I'm, you know, I think they're still enjoyable. Do you know uh, about this AI, Tommy? Should we... Jared that. has told me a bit about it. You, I think you've told me a bit about it. Uh, I am curious as to exactly what is going to happen. <laughs> okay, here's the deal. Here's the spiel. So we're using GPT-3, which is the flagship uh, large language model from the research lab OpenAI. It knows English, but it's not so good at Marvel. So I got the scripts, a bunch of scripts from the internet for Marvel movies, and then I trained it. So I said, here's what Marvel looks like. Now write a new Marvel scene, basically. Do your best job at writing a new Marvel scene. Okay. It's stunningly good, but occasionally very weird. My feeling (laughs) about this this program has changed. I'm not sure if this is relevant at this moment, but I just want to say over the course of this show, my feeling about this program has changed. And I don't think that it's sentient, but I do think that it's worthy of our respect. I don't know if that makes any sense, but it's just it's, like it's intelligent. It's, I think that makes a lot of sense. You yeah. know, do you know? Like it's like I don't when I run it, I don't call the API like willy nilly, like I would, you know, my CS projects for school. Like I def I call it when I need it, and then I read it, 
And then I'm like, all right, I'll call again. Not like it gets tired or anything, but I feel like <laughs> I, it deserves a read at least. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I wouldn't just, I wouldn't just delete it like it was a random. Wow. I, I don't know. Because I, I, I mean, a neural network did create it. Yeah. You know, of some kind. Anything that's capable of talking, I feel like deserves to be heard. Hmm. You know what hmm. I mean? Hmm. All right. Um, let's on that note, let's get we should get started. <laughs> All right. This prompt is why would you give my brother a makeover? And we have Inger Holt, Siegfried, and Security Guard. All right, I'll um, be Inger Holt. Do you want to be Siegfried, Tommy? Oh, sure. I can be Siegfried. And I'll come in as the security guard. Um and I'll read any stage okay. directions when I see them. Why would you give my brother a makeover? He didn't. He did. Yes, he did. No, I didn't. I had helped him before. Yeah? Just because you're his little brother doesn't give you the right to strong arm him into being your little girl. You don't even know what I'm doing. They fall silent as they head inside. Interior, Stark Industries, hallway, day. The brothers head down the hallway and pass a bunch of Stark heads working around Stark Industries blueprints. We're late. We need to move. Did you even hear the plan? He whacked my makeover. Well, maybe he just whacked your back, but whacking your face, that was pretty mean. I can't believe you'd pull rank on your little sister. They're approaching a staircase when whoosh, a shadow cults past them. Cutscene. As they come farther into the hall and look at another staircase. Whoa. Exterior, Holt compound, staircase, day. A light rail trolley is approaching. The trolley shoots by with the brothers in it. As interior, Stark Industries, security room, day. Security guards are running a scan of the video from one of their shop cameras. And in the back booth, no representation of the human form. They look at their monitor. Round trip travel, close call. Keep a sharp eye, boys. Are we going to be able to get out? <laughs> We're going to try. Wow. Sorry, my first <laughs> <coughs> Did you do the last We're going line? to try. Yeah, one more time. We're going to try. We're going to try. <laughs> I gave you a few options. <laughs> Thank <there>. you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, so who are these characters? I don't know who these people Inger are. Inger and Siegfried. In- are they ca- real characters or are they made up? I don't think these are real people. Um, <laughs> okay. Hold on a minute. <laughs> Ingar, Marvel. I don't. They're sisters, though. <laughs> okay, Ingar Ing- is a character in Marvel. <laughs> Princess Ingar was almost killed by the. Under- okay, I don't know who this is. Um, is Thor? Is Thor one of the f- scripts you fed the AI? Uh, yeah, Super I think so. MCU. Because they're definitely yeah. Um, I think these are original Thor characters. That's it. that's my feeling on this. <laughs> but they're in the Stark. Oh, Siegfried yeah. Farber. <laughs> the Stark Lab. Okay, so this would have been a character from <laughs> Avengers: Age of Ultron, probably. Because I know Stark. Oh, that was, was one of them. Of yes. Okay. That was one of my training. Yeah. So yeah. So because oh. I know that Baron Strucker was a part of that. I don't remember Age of Ultron as well because that movie was not as good. Um, no, it was not. That's a fact. So. In one of the scenes that we've read in our lost episode, they um, it brought in like random MCU, yeah, little known MCU like characters. characters that didn't That's have so funny. movies about, and them. they really ma- it, they mash them together. 
Yeah. Um, so this might just be like a random name, Ingar Holtz. They might have mentioned it once, and then um, now it's like its or, own, yeah. Yeah, or it's maybe something from like a comic book or something. It could be anything. Um, yeah, I honestly, <laughs> I lo- like I look up Ingar Holtz and nothing comes up. So Well, it's Siegfried's older sister or brother because Siegfried said, I can't believe you'd pull rank on your little sister. Or that, so could, that's, be, that could be an original <laughs> kind of creation too. That might yeah. not be in the lore. Yeah, because there's a character called Siegfried Farber was a member of the Blitzkrieg squad under Baron Strucker, who was kind of a villain. And uh, that's the closest I can find. So Ingar Holtz got a LinkedIn. <laughs> that's what I found when I looked it up, too. <laughs> <laughs> but the energy of the scene fits with the Marvel It's so bizarre, here. and I love that there are Stark heads. Uh, Stark heads. It's like it's <laughs> Stark heads working around Stark Industries. <laughs> That's the name of the employees at Stark so, Industries. <laughs> it's just so bizarre. It's just like the weirdest humor in this line. Well, maybe he just whacked your back, but whacking your face, that was pretty mean. Like, oh my God. Like, this is just some, this is, I feel like the AI is making a statement here. Uh, about the writing that uh, Marvel movies have. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely probably the AI being weird, but you're right. Maybe the source material was not that great either. Well, you also have these like funny lines, you know, keep a sharp eye, boys. Garbage in, garbage out. Uh, You know, like stuff like that. It's all like the classic like action movie stuff that you hear a lot in Marvel movies too. So I'm expecting to see stuff like that. Uh, You know, I could do this all day. Uh, So that just happened, you know, like lines like that, I expect you're probably going (laughs) to see because those are just the kind of lines that I, I feel like every character in these movies say at some point because everybody becomes a comedian in the Marvel movies. There, There's a saying in ML, uh, in machine learning, that uh, garbage in, garbage yep. out. So, <laughs> In other words, if your data is noisy or if your data is low quality, you're going to get better. You're going to get worse output. That's a Marvel diss. I was dissing Marvel just then. I, no, I got it. that. I got that. <laughs> okay. Hey, on another note, on another note, um, where do I apply to be a Stark head? Is that like, is there like a job form for that? I love that the AI made it up. I love that. Um, Stark heads are gathered around the Stark industry blueprints. It's. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next one. This prompt was I'm deadly afraid of people who don't brush their teeth. We have Gamora, Quill, and Thanos. I'll be Thanos. I can be Gamora. Okay, I can be Peter Quill. I'll do the uh, I'll do the stage directions. Okay. I'm deathly afraid of people who don't brush their teeth. Hulk looks at her. Thanos. It's better if you don't know. Exterior, Tesseract, outer space, night. Quill and Gamora are walking across the naked, rocky planet. It took six years. All we had to do was borrow Peter's scepter and scarab and go. I know there was a reason it took six years. Oh, stop it. You know it was stupid. Quill thinks he needs a moment. I know I should thank you. Ah, that is not what you should do. Gamora walks faster and Quill walks just beside her. They stop at a Tesseract platform. No, thank you for saving my life. I'm pretty sure it was the other way around. I'm not very good at this. What's this thing with you and scallops? (laughs) (laughs) Quill leans on the platform. What's the thing with you and scallops? They make me sleep. 
Gamora rolls her eyes and proceeds into the Tesseract. I Is there more? There's still a little bit more, right? Interior Tesseract, layers, night. Quill and Gamora are shocked. They are in the middle of a place with plants that is the exact same place they were in the beginning of the movie. Oh, come on. This is like the beginning of a dream. I think it's real. Gamora reaches out her hand and a tesseract portal opens behind her. She looks back and smiles at Quill, who is impressed by the portal, then turns and walks through the portal. Quill looks at her strangely and walks through the portal. Interior quadrant entryway, layers, night. Teased with Starlings 2022 <laughs> version of the tesseract tunnel. Sorry, baby. I don't have time for this. Quill and Gamora walk towards each other, no longer side by side. So, okay, let's hear these notes. The Tesseract <laughs> is not a place. The Tesseract is... That's what I was wondering. It's, it's, the Tesseract is one of the <laughs> Infinity Stones. It, it was introduced in Captain America First Avenger as the source of energy that the Nazis and Hydra were trying to use to create like super weapons, and they did. And that's why Captain America buried himself in the ice because he had, the well, the Tesseract actually fell out of the ship and then he had to bury himself or the ship had a nuke or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> and then the Tesseract was this core plot point for Avengers, for the first Avengers movie. And it was basically this source of energy that it, it was a cube that inside of it had an infinity stone, which is eventually one of the stones that Thanos uses on his gauntlet to become very powerful. So it's like one of the this powerful source of energy. So the idea that Peter Quill yeah, and Gamora scene, are walking inside around <laughs> inside <laughs> of the this, this te the Tesseract is just yeah. so funny to me. <laughs> I love that it says naked rocky planet. And so <laughs> the planet is undressed. I, I don't know what the deal with scallops are. <laughs> no, that is that that was totally AI random. Nonsense. That was extremely random. I yeah. don't what I <laughs> I like yeah, to think it's, it's a callback. A it's a callback call from a, something an, earlier that's in so the movie. Funny. Yeah. An earlier scene that we haven't gotten to see. Got you. Um, and then he, he like threw up scallops or something. There's earlier. a new <laughs> movie that is not in the in the this Starlings. world's MCU called Starlings. It, and it came out in 2022. <laughs> And it's an MCU edition that doesn't that. exist. And, and the, I don't know where that even could have come from. I mean, Peter Quill is also known as Star-Lord, so maybe they kind of... It's a, it's it made has up made a up a movie. And, and a Marvel movie, from there. yes. Um, also, we didn't this get... This is like the post credits sequence. <laughs> All right, the next prompt is, I still have my iPod classic. And we have Korab, African Barman, and Rhodey. Okay, I know on. one of those characters. I don't know who Korab is, but we're going to find <laughs> out <laughs> who that is. All right. Do you want to play? You should, I'll play, you should I'll like play Korab, Korab then, and I'm going to figure out who this is. I'm very excited. I'll play the African barman and Kelsey can play the stage directions and the last okay. guy. I like being the stage directions. All right. I, I use it to get up to date on everything from what the Kings of Westeros are doing to downloading new Kitab. I pledge allegiance to it. As he says this last part, he puts the iPod on a nearby table and stalks towards the canvas painting between him and Mako, taking it in. Interior, African Tavern, night. It's a dark tavern. Korab leads Mako to this space. Mako and Korab head to the bar. As they get closer, we notice African barman tending the room. 
He notices Korab and Mako approaching. Mr. Korab, what brings you back to my side? I am in need of a new leash. A leash? Playfully. A leash? I thought they'd quit trying to call you the beast after. He puts two fingers underneath Korab's collar and leads him a couple steps away. Be careful, he bites. Korab whips around in a speed demo and shreds two of his fingers off. He cools off at the barman's reaction. Oh brother, the beast! Come on back to the drawing board. Korab moves to the bar where he places a few coins. You will have this in time, my friend. I will be back as promised. The barkeep shuffles some papers. Forgive me, or kill. I have a gift to acquire. The barkeep nods at him. Where do I buy this Van Gogh painting? (laughs) (laughs) Urkiel points in the general direction. (laughs) Rhodey comes up behind Rhodey and grabs his shoulders. Hey, pal, how you doing? It's been a long time since any dropped in for me by a certain red suit working out of the Pentagonal building. (laughs) Interior, African Tavern, night. (laughs) Rhodey can't see the interior, but he can hear Korab and Rhodey talking. How's your fight with Tony going? Any better yet? Fights? They amuse me. This canvas, however, this is what I see. 2007 Marvel Studio Incorporated <laughs> <for> duplication. <laughs> that's it, that's it. <laughs> it. <laughs> it writes the copyright disclaimer at the end. Making, this making sure everyone knows. 2007. Oh my god. So I need to see, is Korab, so Rhodey is the only character I recognize. That is the character played by Don Cheadle and Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard plays him in the first Iron Man. He is then recast uh, with Don Cheadle for the remainder uh, of the of the movies. Oh, that he's okay. In. I was doing the wrong the wrong voice, but that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, Rhodey is kind of Iron Man's right hand man. So I don't know of a of a of a Korab, but I see a Korra is an Inhuman. The humans have not been in uh, the MCU yet, though there was a separate Inhuman series. So I wonder if that's where they got that from. It's by Marvel, though. It is a Marvel uh, property. So I think Yeah, I feel like I don't know, it sees sees everything Marvel as potential to be in these scripts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean this is interesting. We mentioned the Kings of Westeros in this. Um I know, which, well, is, that was, which is Game of Thrones. This is completely so different um series. I, I, I don't know. I mean <laughs> I don't know if there are any Game of Thrones references in yeah, so <laughs> No, they yeah. don't don't look too hard. They they liked it likes to cross it just over. Likes to cross Korab, over okay. Korab is using his iPod classic to <laughs> to get updates on Game of Thrones. Yes. <laughs> and then Rody comes up behind Rody. So there are is it, is it, Yeah, there are maybe two roadies. It, it, it kind of implied that again later. He said it said Rody can't see the interior, but he can hear Korab and Rody talking. So I so do funny. think that there's two Rodies. Wait, there's there's multiverse talk in Endgame, right? Don't they talk they about don't, multiverse? Yeah. Uh, not really right? in end well, I guess kind of because yeah, they, they get do, into they the do. Yeah, it, it's it's when um when they go back in time in Endgame, they they start talking about potentially yeah. the multiverse breaking apart the word multiverse never really it, it doesn't really fully push until far from home though okay but still point is that you could have two people the idea that two people are in the same space like that but was part of the yeah so yep. 
Yes. So that hmm. that makes sense to me that it, it was mm-hmm. creating that plot yep. point. Also, um, do you guys know where I could find um, a new leash? I'm in need of <laughs> um, one. I thought they'd quit trying to call you the beast after. <laughs> this is like almost a joke. <laughs> um, it sounds like code for something nefarious. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up. Yeah. Um... You can follow us at AI Generated Pod on all relevant platforms. And our email is theaigeneratedpodcast at gmail.com. Send us your Marvel fan fiction. Or don't. <laughs> Maybe not. We should, we should have a different call to action, Kelsey. I'm not sure I want to sort through. <laughs> Kelsey and I did the data collection for today's episode, and I did the processing and model training. I also produced the show and wrote the music. Ellie Baker and I designed the thumbnail. Thank you, Tommy, for being our Marvel experts. I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. That was a lot of fun. Thanks to all the people over at OpenAI working on GPT-3 for making the awesome API that we use on the show. This show was unwillingly solicited by our corporate overlords at Dover Demon Incorporated.